0: Philips is focused on innovation to improve the health and well-being of people. Our devices and device-agnostic informatics solutions can scale across your enterprise to help care teams diagnose, treat, and manage patients with accuracy, speed, and confidence. By connecting the digital patient story, physicians and clinicians have intelligence for decision-making in the moment and insight to see beyond. It's our privilege to partner with you to care for the carers and to improve the lives of the people and patients they serve. Philips, innovation and you. This is Chanel Bunger with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast, and I am recording live at the 8th Annual Becker's Health IT, Digital Health, and RCM Conference in Chicago. Right now I'm sitting with Zafar Chowdhury from Seattle Children's. And Zafar, to get us started, can you share a bit about yourself and your role in the organization?
1: Yeah, well, thank, thanks for having me. I'm uh, the Senior Vice President, Chief Digital and Information Officer at Seattle Children's. I've been at Seattle Children's for about six years. We're a pediatric health system in the Pacific Northwest covering Washington, Alaska, Montana, and Idaho. My background, I've been in healthcare IT, this is year 38, and uh, I started my career as a physician internist and then defected to the dark side and never looked back. So I've been in this technology arena for a really long time, seen some interesting things. I've also worked in various health systems across the world.
0: Perfect, thank you so much for that introduction. And when you think of digital innovation in healthcare right now, what excites you the most and why?
1: So I think it's a balance. Uh, innovation is a word that's been used for a really long time, just as much as digital and digital transformation has been used for a really long time. I think what excites me is how does new technology help clinical people see more patients, provide better outcomes, more throughput, because you know people are sicker than they have been for, uh, for the longest time. So I think how do these tools help clinical staff be more efficient, make their jobs easier, help them with burnout is what's exciting, but I think they're just tools to help the subject matter experts provide the best care.
0: Perfect, thank you so much. And moving forward, at your organization, what are your top priorities for technology and what big issues are you trying to solve with those?
1: So certainly with the state of healthcare post-pandemic where we're not making as much money or if any money compared to pre-pandemic times, uh, cost improvement programs are the top of my list. How do I deliver more for less, right? That has to be the case because ultimately we have to stay in business so that we can provide the care that we want. other top priorities are around using our data in more effective ways. So how can we move from that retrospective analytics platform to more predictive and prescriptive analytics to provide insights into patient care outcomes and how do we affect those changes? So those are certainly priorities for us. So we're doing big, analytics types pro type programs. And we're also continuing to modernize old systems. So at children's we we did put in a new EMR in the pandemic. And now we're currently modernizing our ERP system, uh, which is important to running our business.
0: Perfect. And you're the perfect person to ask this question with your did you say 38 years experience?
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: Perfect. Well uh with that. What is one piece of advice you'd give to healthcare leaders today regarding digital innovation?
1: I would say that digital innovation, transformation, yeah, absolutely the way forwards. The best advice I could give leaders in this space is don't build or do anything without stakeholder input. Uh, If you're a technologist in healthcare, you are here to serve the doctors, nurses, allied health professionals, the patients, the parents, the caregivers. So if they are not part of your decision-making process and journey, then digital innovation won't benefit the organization. So never forget them. People are still very important in healthcare because it's a people business.
0: Got it. And could you provide examples of specific instances where the integration of informatics solutions led to improved patient outcomes or enhanced patient provider communication?
1: So I'll give you an example of where we have used a combination of data, uh, medical device information, algorithms, and AI to deliver better patient care. So we have a project we call Neuron. Uh, If you didn't know, kids who have brain surgery have a very high risk post-brain surgery of having a stroke. And a stroke is a bleed in the brain, which if you have could lead to paralysis or even death. So we used all of the devices at the bedside in ICU, the data from that, crunched it through algorithms, used some AI, and we came up with a model using our data scientists that could predict whether a child post-brain surgery was moving towards a stroke so that we could take action. And if we took action, the stroke would be... prevent it. I'm pleased to say that all the data we've used, all the work that we've done in collaboration with some of the brightest neurosurgeons that we have in pediatrics, we have a hundred percent prediction rate
0: in that space.
1: And that's great, not only for the patient outcome, but great for the parent and the caregiver. Right At the end of the day, everybody wants a kid to get better. We don't want to leave a kid paralyzed and data Algorithms, scientists have helped us do that.
0: Perfect. Well, looking forward five years from now, what do you think will be the most significant change in healthcare delivery and operations and how can leaders prepare?
1: I think five years from now, you're going to see more use of these automation tools that are currently coming along. So AI is the new buzzword. I like to think of AI as basically a bunch of algorithms and automation that's moving to the next level. So whether it's generational AI, whatever comes up next, uh, there will be more use of that. I think the focus will shift to subject matter expertise versus back office function. So whereas though we spend a lot of time running systems, watering and feeding systems, that's where these tools can automate. And then we can spend more time with the patient Uh, helping our clinicians have less burnout and actually delivering much, much better outcomes.
0: Perfect. Well, this has been a very delightful conversation. Thank you for joining me. But before I let you go, is there anything else our listeners should know?
1: I will leave you with the thought that no matter how much technology we put in, we in healthcare should never forget that it is still a people oriented business and some of the biggest challenges you tend to have in healthcare are antiquated processes. So we should always solve for those pieces as well as just buying the next new shiny toy.
0: Got it. Well, Dr. Chowdhury, thank you again for joining me on the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. It was a pleasure.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks,